My Little Organic Garden, or My Log, was founded by Dunya Merrill Georgievic in 2010. Then in 2013, on a retreat in Santa Barbara for the Living Beauties, Dunya and I met. We talked about how to achieve optimum health. Dunya is a filmmaker and a master organic gardener. I, Anne Myra, also known as Annie Walton Teeter, I'm a singer-songwriter, a children's book author, and a writer, as well as a visual artist. We believe that art is life and that life is art. So let's plant some seeds in this fertile soil and thrive. We decided to join forces to discuss everything from plant-based meals to Juice Plus and our tower gardens. We want to give back and save the planet and the inhabitants on it, humans, creatures. We hope to learn to give and receive and inspire girls and women to reach for the stars because we're all made of stardust after all. My log is a beautiful metaphor for making the garden of life and sharing our bounty. Dig it. Please follow us on Instagram at My Little Organic Garden or on Facebook or our website is MyLittleOrganicGarden.com. Hi, Annie. Hello, Dunya. How are you? Well, I'm feeling very blessed and grateful to have a roof over my head and be able to be cozy inside reading on this raining, pouring rain day. Yeah, I know. I'm actually really enjoying it. I love yeah. the sound of the rain. The and sound. Um, it was a special day because I got to sleep in for once and I never, very rarely ever had the opportunity to do that so I just enjoyed waking up to the sound of the rain and not having to jump out of bed and rush on with the day so um, I'm grateful too that's nice Um, so what do you want to talk about today besides the fact that we're cozying up inside I have some ideas but go ahead you had um, a thought I think Yes. Well, I had a thought that we should ponder a little bit on the quote by the Webster's Dictionary of remembering to always be conscious of what your conscience is telling you. I like that pun of not it's not a pun. It's a play on words. The conscious versus your conscience right because one is a noun and one is an adjective so it's basically a sentence to give an example of how each is each (laughs) yeah well do you want to give an example or do you have an example in mind I mean I like that topic uh, very much because for me personally trying to stay conscious about everything 
And, you know, I don't think about my conscience very much. I don't think most people go about their daily life thinking about their conscience. I think it's something that is more of an automatic response. It's kind of ingrained in who you are and your conscience kicks in when in moments that it comes into play of right and wrong. That's kind of my understanding of conscience where it kind of guides your behaviors through life in your own sort of personal set of rules or, you know, what your values or morality or whatever, all of those things that you grew up with that were instilled in you as a child that that you still carry around with you, I think, make up your conscience. That's my understanding. Yes. Well, what made me want to discuss it today with you was watching that phenomenal 10-minute video by Vogue that Billie Eilish did, because that's a very stark and perfect example right there of her conscience, which is she's trying to express to the world the importance of veganism and biodiversity and saving our environment. Yes. Yes, I know. It's wonderful. Beautiful is that she is doing that with her enormous platform. I mean, she has billions of fans and the world has 8 billion people on it. So, so I think she's doing an impeccable job of getting her word out and her conscience out. Yes. And I think it's a beautiful um, example. I think that Gen Z Gen Zers of the world, which is the category, I think she still falls into that category. Um, and they have a new, very heightened, a lot of them, um, conscience. And if they haven't been beat down by COVID, uh, where they feel sort of a little more uh, in that negative state of mind of like, what does it all matter in a sort of doomsday kind of mentality, which a lot of the youth does, does share. If they were able to somehow bypass that and really stay pure, there seems to be their makeup. Their natural instinct is to be extremely driven to do, follow their conscience, whatever that is. And yes, I think most of them are very aware of the environmental hazards that attacking us right now and that we need to fight back against. So they are the pioneers. And she's a, yeah, like you said, that. I thought the film was really beautiful to look at in the way that it was put together um and in the way that it incorporated this sort of collage like visual um beauty with with just interviews I mean young um environmentalists and leaders in activists. all of those yeah. activists in all of those areas so you know rather than just having interviews it was um is it Mike Mills the director yes <clears throat> yes he, he um don't know if I know all of his work, but he did a really beautiful job for sure. I was inspired by just the way he handled 
you know, a short documentary of interviews and he made it very painterly, very, very beautiful. Yes, it was um, artistic. I thought, I'm sure that Billy had her own artistic imagination and influence on that as she generally directs all her own videos. Which right. I commend. True. Yes. So um, whatever their collaborate, collaboration was, it was, it was very nice. And funny, I... I was wanting to talk about something that isn't directly related to that, but in I guess in a roundabout way is, and that is just taking, you know, the self-care specifically to detox, mostly because I've been researching all these different detox approaches, and a lot of my friends, including you, are kind of going all these detoxes, some of which I'm familiar with, some of which... I haven't tried, and um, I think being closer to our being conscious and and our conscience both yeah. is taking care of our mental uh, detox and our body, our physical detox, and as well that as emotional, <laughs> yeah, and as well and it's like unloading some of the garbage that gets built up in ourselves in our bodies especially there's more of it so yeah, you the really toxins, have to take, yeah. take it um take it seriously in in a sort of self-care ritual maybe if not you know every month or every three months at the very least you know once a year an annual basis and right now seems like the the perfect time to be kind of hunkering down to do that how is your detox going oh yes it went excellently i finished it i did the 369 original cleanse by anthony williams and i just really love that cleanse this is the second year in a row that i've done it and I now want to and look forward to getting his new book called Brain Savers. And I'm sure he has lots in there. Uh, but I also actually, like you, I was researching various detoxes and cleanses. And also the Chopra app, you know, that I use that frequently to do a guided meditation. But she also, um, her name is Dr. Sheila Patel. And she gives you an Ayurvedic I think hers is a seven-day cleanse and detox that you're supposed to do. And she provides all the recipes on that within the app. And, and yes. so I... Well, it's funny that you bring that up because that's exactly what I wanted to talk about. It's the one I chose to do. So after having done Anthony's um, 369, um, I loved, the only thing about it is that it's very smoothie driven, even though he gives some soup recipes, um, the whole notion that he provides is a raw approach to food. So obviously are raw and then his soups even are sometimes just blended and not cooked. And I'm to kind of the season, being kind of in, touch with the seasons and feel like eating warm food right now you want to do so doing a lot of smoothies um, even though your smoothies don't have to be cold they aren't warm it was 
feeling like I wanted to save that for more of the spring and summer months. And I well, let me um, just interrupt though, because you actually completed and you're discussing the three six nine advanced cleanse, which is different than the one I did. The one I did includes steamed vegetables and cooked food and warm food. I mean, there is oh, also good. the smoothie right. aspect, but mostly for meals, it was cooked soups. Yeah. Well, I am just looking forward to I um, starting the cleanse by Chopra. And um, it is very rich in detail that they they offer recipes. And it's very, you know, I've always been a believer that food is medicine. And I've, yes. you know, my my dad really raised me on that whole notion, because he was such a kind of naturalist and foodie all at the same time and so it's always been something that I loved to go to uh do looking at natural remedies and food that you could use to make your body function better um so they also include an in never I've never done the Ayurvedic cleanse so I will report back once I have done it but yeah they offer um oleation which is using oil to, to sort of detox your body and it's a uh, something you do consistently throughout the seven day I think twice a day in fact morning and night and so wow. anyway it should be uh, that's just like an added added part of it that I I haven't done before and I'm looking forward to seeing how that works but there are many many detoxes my you know it's not super expensive I mean if you buy the the, uh, as members of the Chopra you know community they offer all these free and they offer a lot of um, support and guided meditations and daily kind of um just different guided information about doing a detox, but they also offer package with certain things I saw. And that was, that was like $165, which Hmm. isn't one, but it's not horribly um, expensive. You can get reasonable and and also, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. So, um, what I wanted to say is you can access some of the guided necessarily by that package. My friend, for example, decided to do a Schultz, I think it's called Dr. Um, detox program. And it was like for about a hundred dollars, you get, I guess, some fiber and some I'm, I'm not sure everything that's included in there but it's stuff that you want to be taking during the seven days where you don't have to eat i don't think it's about complete fasting i think it's about just eating more um pure and fresh food it can be cooked even but you know you want to basically take out all the alcohol and sugar and if you can take out dairy as well, great. But if you can't, you don't have to. Like, you don't have to. Means. So what were you going to say? 
I was going to say that during my cleanse, I actually did the meditations of the Ayurvedic ones, but I didn't do the cleanse that they outlined. I did the three, six, nine original cleanses, but I really enjoyed her daily meditations just on. Yeah, they're wonderful. They're wonderful. And it is nice. There is a hardship the first time you do it. Like I want to do the three, six, nine one I did because now I know it. So once you've done it once or twice, then you already know what to get. You don't have to read every little thing and it helps ease, you know, doing it the first time you really, it it takes a little more effort to pay attention to what they would like you to do. So I'm going to put in the time and uh, try this out because it's so food driven. The recipes look amazing and, and it just, I'm going to have to really kind of sin, scour yeah, through I'm it. I'm excited to hear how you like it and how it goes. Yeah. And actually, so on the best news about my cleanse is that it took me four and a half years, but, and all through COVID where I did all that emotional eating, but I finally am back to my pre traumatic brain injury weight and i feel triumphant i feel congratulations that's incredible it was hard you did it and yeah you were very committed to that and you really put in the work and you enjoyed the work so it didn't probably feel like terrible work all the time but you worked out pretty much every day and you meditated every day is that correct yes yeah um and you did sort of you know curb sort of watch and eat well eat healthily so yes it no pays, meat it no alcohol pay and yeah and i worked out actually well, I worked yeah, the out. no meat and the no the no meat is recent didn't vegetarian um yes that's vegetarian. true i just started that in september oh so that's been a quite a while so that's a little while october yes three months months yeah that's amazing well um congratulations it must feel really good i'm I'm sure you feel good in your body doesn't yes i do like i'm (laughs) sleeping better and i just i feel healthy and strong and it feels really good yeah 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 and Um, now lastly i want you to discuss the girls in focus stuff that you have coming up oh okay well thanks for bringing up i <laughs> i'm so in my morning process for a second i forgot but we have a big year coming up for girls in focus so if you happen to know any young girls that are chomping at the bit to make a film this is an incredible opportunity it's a safe space for girls even as young as 10 years old i've had several 10 year olds call me to say that they want to be film directors amazing but our officially our program is for 12 to 18 year olds and it's three weeks in the summer and we are going to be on a film studio lot in person this year which is a departure from our virtual program which has been incredible experience and global and um produced some some really um collaborating remotely but now we are inviting girls to come um and three weeks monday through friday all day on the radford film studio lot where 
epic shows have been shot from Seinfeld to many current TV shows. And we have access to shooting on all those locations, all those stages, whether it's, you know, a New York street or, or Central Park, we have to all these incredible locations and to be working side by side with these with these productions is is yay that's so exciting congratulations yeah so to to kind of put the word out for that registration is open um so we are only limiting it to 30 people so uh when it gets filled up that'll be it um so for if you have a daughter or a granddaughter, that would be an incredible gift if she's um, driven to to create and store, do storytelling, visual storytelling. Um, the other news I for our upcoming film screening that's also going to be on the same studio lot on February 24th will be um, the our box event, which also was virtual in the past. Now this year we're gonna do two. We're gonna do one virtual and we're gonna do one in person on the 24th. Well, that's great, congratulations. Which I'm super excited about. And it's a fundraiser for Girls in Focus, but it's gonna be you know, Eastern European director and it's gonna be an homage because he's won so many awards. Um, his films and he'll do a Q&A afterwards but we're going to have a little cocktail party beforehand there's a beautiful space in their screening room where we'll just kind of have a little hors d'oeuvres and cocktail party so all of this proceeds are going to go to scholarships for girls oh that's so great I'll have to come yes you're absolutely invited and the tickets for that event are also on our website so it's www.girls-in-focus.com excellent and i will thanks put that in the show notes for, yeah thanks for reminding me to bring it up and i'll probably continue to sort of put the word and get closer but it's so nice to be back in person there's yeah. just this thrill of having any event especially a film screening or a cultural event where you get to just kind of schmooze and talk and rub shoulders with people meet new people and network in person and have just like a beautiful sort of social event and then kind of like the icing on the cake is like you get to see the movie and to talk to the director and get so much just insight about this this film the name of the film is the tour and it it does it will have um english subtitles but it's it's a award-winning film and it's a very personal film for me so there'll be a whole homage to sort of my um film family uh with that i that i grew up with so i'm very excited i'm looking forward to seeing that yeah and i was also I mean, blessed by going to get to see. I had to stand in line. It 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 was to watch the new Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio at the Hammer Museum, and oh, he wow. was there. He was there in person to present the film. How and, was that? Oh, I just 
really enjoyed it. It was phenomenal. They, it was basically 15 years in the making, that film. And they had to create actual real life-size Pinocchio statues made out it's the wooden boy and then they right. also, he, he told us in the introduction that they also had miniatures of it for filming and they also had real life-size puppets right it's it's it, such it intricate really work. such intricate work and it was just a passion and labor of love and it's yes I and loved it was, I, I started watching it um and I didn't finish it and I don't remember why but I want to ask you without giving anything away can I just ask a question about the film because I was sort of waiting for that to happen and I was a little from my memory of Pinocchio's gone past from, yes. from before I remember that the wooden boy is supposed to turn into a real boy does that ever happen or should we not give it away because I I was looking at it and really loving the the tone and the artistry of the film. I was very engaged with it. It was very moving and, and entertaining. Um, and the first, I, I don't know how, if I got to half of the film, but, but I hadn't seen, he hadn't morphed into a real boy. And I was like, I wonder if he ever does. Does that ever happen? Can you answer that or do you not want to? I don't want to answer that for, our audience just okay. in case okay but, so no spoiler alert but i okay. will say that guillermo on his introduction of the film his passion for doing the work was to in every way possible emote sentiments and emotion into yes. this wooden Object. Yes, yes, yes. And I did feel that. I mean, you totally fall in love with this. Yes, this little yes. guy. Yes. So, um, yeah, I do. I did feel that. Well, thanks for putting it that way. I, I, um, I understand. So, well, this is awesome. Thanks for sharing that. That must have been incredible to see. It was so much fun. And like you said, I actually happened to meet another girl who was a student at UCLA, who's a cinematographer, an African-American, and she has her own podcast, too. And I, we really got along and we got to talking and we were just waiting in line. And then we were the very last two that they permitted to enter the movie. So we were we felt oh, lucky. We were lucky. Oh, nice. we were so lucky. She texted me the next morning saying I can't believe we got in that's yeah it's really really cool and, oh. and and then so yes so it was really a wonderful experience and yeah I and I watched I mean I know he got nominated for the Golden Globes I watched that and it was um it was an interesting uh I don't want to get into that conversation right now because yeah. Okay, because, so, just let's, because. so let's. I'd just like to remind everyone to please subscribe to our podcast and make a comment or like it, and that really does help. And I'm so excited because just in the past, from December 15th until now, today, which is only not even a month yet, we've had 97 whole listens to our podcast. So amazing, amazing. Yeah. So, do you have a recipe, real quick? Or should I come up with one? Because I've been doing a lot of cooking too. But you I can come up with one. I don't happen to have one today. Oh, okay. I um okay. Let me give it a quick thing because I didn't. 
I didn't think of this before we started, but one thing that comes to mind that's a really great, um, easy, super easy vegan uh, staple that I have been using. If you're like wanting a snack and you just want to make a, you know, I'm trying to do gluten-free, so I'm making gluten-free toast. It's like, what do I put on it? I'm not really wanting to do butter right now because I'm going through the cleanse. I'm not really wanting to do the fake butter, the, you know, Mm -hmm. not even the good, not even the good butter, whatever, the vegan butter. Um, So I made a blended cashew um, mixture that you can put some of the brewer's yeast, which is, has lots of vitamin B1, and it has a nice nutty kind of salty flavor to it. So I add that to it, a little bit of salt and pepper, and you could even, you know, if there's certain spices that you love, you could add that if you want to put a little bit, I don't know, whether it's cinnamon or nutmeg or maybe something else or not at all. And blend it with a little bit of water. It creates this very thick um, mixture that you can use in lieu of cream. So you can add it to soups, you can add it to other things, or you could just spread it on um, on a piece of toast like I like to do, and then just sprinkle maybe some sesame seeds or maybe some um, raw pumpkin seeds on top for a crunch. You could even, you know, do the old whole, like it's almost like using peanut butter, but it's not peanut butter. It's a fresh um, cashew butter cashew butter that you can, that, that has, you know, it's just great when you make it fresh and it lasts about, you know, three or four days at least in the fridge. So that's my recipe for today. That sounds delicious. I'd like to try it. Yeah. Thanks, Annie. Well, thanks for chatting with me today and I hope everyone has a great week. Yeah. Happy, happy Saturday. Dig it.